Hello, welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast. How are we all doing, guys? You all all right? Yeah. Buzzing. Yeah. Yeah. Buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. We got uh, we got Deeran Cartel, the big man, in the studio with us. No, How's I'm it going, mate? I'm Come not on. big, man. Gas, gas yourself. Big, man. You're not big. I'm Do you even big, gym, man. mate? That's the question. I don't know, bro. I should ask you the same question. I've been called skinny by Darren twice in the last like twenty minutes. So I've, yeah, like, I've got to I've got to do some curls. He's slender. taller. I said slender. Oh, but he's way taller. Slender. Really? Yeah, yeah. That just reminds me of like when I hear the word slender, I just hit, think of slender tone, isn't it? I, it I, I went to I went to prom and I got I got asked if I was if I was slender man. When's it? Just got wearing a suit. Oh come on! What was it like going to prom on your own? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. And I, I wasn't on my own. Okay, my mum went with me. All right, <laughs> moral support in that. <laughs> um, uh, dude, just so, so some people can get to know you, I've got a couple rapid fire questions okay, and cool. we're all going to immediately judge you based on your answers. Okay, so sweet. Really nice and simple one okay. word answers, uh, which is uh, squat, bench or deadlift? Squat. Nice. Uh, sex, love or money? Ooh. Whoa, oh, it's a long pause. pause. That's a long pause. <laughs> now money, put that away. I don't, no, not no, no, money. no, 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 no. Sex and love can be... Yeah, you, know, you can only have one. You can have platonic love. You can, lo- you can love, your, love your nan. Platonic? What's oh, love, line? probably love. Uh, nah, sex, man. You're in a long term relationship. Yeah, and he deserves a medal for that. Yeah, well done, bro. Takes his left hand to bed every <laughs> night. Come on, <laughs> Constraints based coaching and damn. <laughs> big arms or big legs? Big legs. Oh, day. Um, we got Eddie Hall or Thor. I think that's next weekend. Thor. Thor. Oh really? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, you've seen too much Game of Thrones. No, I, Eddie Hall. I've got nothing against Eddie Hall, but I see him selling some stuff at one point, and I was mm. just like, "Come on, man!" When he's when he's endorsing McDonald's and my protein and that, I'm just kind of like, "See, Nalini is now something. It's mad, man. Yeah. Shreds, isn't it? Bro, the amount of calories them guys are. On. It's mad. It's, it's ridiculous. He went. He went on um um uh, this like Good Morning Britain or something, and he was really? talking about his diet. And they were saying, and he just told everyone, he's like, "This is not a healthy way to live. Like, you will, you will die if you eat this yeah. diet." You know like, what's yeah, mad? People will watch that and be like, oh, "Can I eat?" You know what's I'm mad? Still gonna do it. <laughs> Me and Nat were watching one of these series, and he was doing like a man versus food. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he, didn't he finish never anything. finished anything. He couldn't really? finish. He's like, uh, yeah, it was actually hard for him, which I was surprised about. Yeah, yeah no, I would think that I could definitely. Eat more I just him. think whenever I think of guys like that, I just think what the shit looks like. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it's like right. you have a big dog. That's a lot of shit. But, but how, how does he even imagine like stopping at a petrol station? How's he even getting the cubicle like? Yeah, custom to- <laughs> custom toilets, mate. Honestly, this is this has got dirty real quick. Last one for us, Darren. Yeah. Dream training partner, dead or alive? Dream training partner. Oh, that's a good question. You know, you sent a brief, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you wouldn't read this as much. Annie never reads them. I've been quite slack actually this no, season. No, no, no. Max writes them. I write so I can steer things a little bit. It's it's more for me to be honest with you. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Dead or alive. I'd love to. Tra- I'd love to train with. I'd love to see what how fit Ronaldo is, bruv. Yeah. yeah. I'd just I love to like compare. I just knew you was going to say that. Like, I just, I'd love to know, like, oh, was I fit enough to make it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd love to see how fit he was. Like, mm. I mean, he's not weighing that much. Like, I reckon you could push more than that. How much is Ronaldo oh, yeah, weighing? I definitely push more than That's what I mean, exactly. Eight, eight something for sure. He's, he's slender. Yeah. It's his height. That's <laughs> 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 fine. I'll, I'll take being a Ronaldo body type yeah. any day. You know what's mad, though? If you look at him from the front or the back, you'd think he's massive because he's so aesthetic. But then when you see him side on, 
Slim Shady. Yeah. Yeah. Proper. That's mad. Mm. Um, let's just get into the main, main discussion. Um, I, th- I, I don't know why I put this first, but just get get deep real quick. Oh. Like, you know, taking the, taking the MJ quote, you know, you miss all the shots you don't take. I failed and tried over and over again. Yeah. Um, what, what sort of like things have you had in your life, Darren, that you think maybe I, this didn't work out? Andy mentioned football to me, obviously, at yeah. stage. Uh, those failures, how <laughs> they sort of like shaped you. Yeah, and, and and steered you to where you are now. It didn't oh, like work failures. Out. Yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah. Like, like you know things that don't work out. But you know sometimes it's actually the stars aligning that those things don't work out. Um, to be fair, there's loads. That is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, every day is kind of a bit of a chaos. Every day there's some <laughs> level of failure. But I think the main thing, like doing what I'm doing today, was definitely football, 100. percent Yeah, because I put. I mean, you would have done the same. You literally put everything into it, thinking. Still, am, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a game to play. Chelsea might sign both of you. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the way they're going. But um, yeah, trying to be a pro athlete and forgetting all the other qualities that I did have, mm. uh, did have, I still do. Um, I completely forgot about all of that, and I was like, oh, I want to be an athlete, and that's all I want to be. And that main, the main focus I put into that and the discipline and everything that I gained from that, although I failed, it helped me put that sort of mentality into what I do now. Because mm-hmm. I failed so many times, say with football and, and a few other things, it made me not give a shit about failing. So mm-hmm. it's almost nice when you fail because mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's all right now. Yeah. You, did you, yeah. you become numb to that emotion. And then when you become numb, you always just like take risks. And that's where like mm-hmm. the fun is, I think. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you're afraid of it, then you're always going to fail, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah most people... That don't achieve anything are afraid of that so yeah. it's mad because we were talking about this kind of question and like last week we were discussing how personal trainers get into the industry yeah and it was always like oh because they've achieved this or they've done this show or they've done this event and i was yeah. like i got into the industry because i just failed everything like everything yeah. i tried to achieve i failed it but then that got me to where i am yeah and that's what i was like i reckon that you got quite a big story on that as well because mm. it's like it's not a failure but no. it's that experience but oh. Go on, sorry, no, I was just going to say people get into it just because I think they, they enjoy it themselves and they perceive everyone that they're going to be training enjoys it as much as they do because they're in that luxury of a position to you know not have you know a, a mental illness or some kind of body dysmorphia or be like in really bad shape or hurt or yeah. something. So I think that's that's an unhealthy way to get into it mm. versus f- if, if, if you fail at everything then this is where you succeed. Yeah. Then that's, mm. that's, that's a telling sign that this is where you belong. But you know before like being a PT wasn't cool. Mm. As in... Yeah. Being PT was it was cool, but it wasn't cool like it is now. Mm. The idea of being a personal trainer for most people and why they get into it is all for the wrong reasons, I mm. think, which is why most of them actually fell at it. Whereas before, we kind of got into it quite naturally. Like I got into mm. it, I was playing football, I was going to Virgin Active to just train, and I saw Andy and Steven, mm. and I was like, fuck, I could do this. I could still play football and do this and do what they're doing. Cause I was also, I actually loved it. I loved everything about the body. I was like, this is sick. Yeah. Imagine like, you transform your body from this to this, like this is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you see the impact it makes on people. Yeah. So it, it kind of accidentally sort of like fell in love with it. But most people now are getting into the industry for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Straight up, just online PT, influencer, mm-hmm. all of that shit. That's what's happening right now. And that's why I don't think there's any... You know what I love about coaches that we were talking about this yesterday. It's like, you know, like coaches that send programs and you can tell that they don't even know how to use Excel or like they haven't <laughs> even put colours into their program and like they don't care about any of that shit. All they care about is the actual coaching. And then these days it's like, yeah, they've got an app. 
they got this thing going on their website. No. They got yeah. fucking colours on yeah. every Excel sheet. Their logo, yeah. all the things that don't really matter. They don't actually matter. Don't no. matter. Yeah, yeah. it's what people put value into. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that, that's that's another question. I think it's it's nothing I've ever had written down, but I was just thinking. I think there's the perception that PTs are dumb a lot of the time. It's just like, oh, you failed. Oh, you did PE. You were good at PE. Um, but then hey, I've, I think you tread the line really well, Darren, when it comes to making it like approachable to a lot yeah. of people, but then not so overwhelming. But how, how, how do you tread that line between I've got to show that I'm intelligent and I know what I'm talking yeah. about and also the fact that I'm not trying to sound like up myself yeah. and like I'm smarter than you. One thing that I do do is I don't really give a fuck. I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying, trying to, to prove to people <laughs> like, oh, I'm really intelligent. I don't think I'm that intelligent. Mm. I think I'm disciplined and I think I know all the basic stuff. Mm. I think I know, I know all the core stuff that can probably help people change um, uh, their training, their life, anything any, any of all the core values that I have that I can teach someone I think if they put it to anything I think they'll be successful with it mm. because they I think every level of success has like similar mm. core values right mm. but the people that do think that about personal trainers you can't really blame them because most no. of them are fucking stupid yeah absolutely <laughs> it's like it's social intelligence isn't it like yeah. it's just understanding what's in front of you and how can you bend yourself a little bit to make them understand where they're coming from, where you're coming from, rather than just being so bookworm that they're like, I don't even know what you just said. Yeah, I, think with, I think with anything though, it'll ju it just takes time. And I think a personal trainer's typical time span of career is like two years, I think mm. I read. So you kind of have to stick with it as much as you can, like you're saying, fail. Yeah. Ninety percent, I think, drop off in the first six year. months. Yeah, six yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. statistics: yeah. six months. There you go. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because, like, whenever you start a business, they say you have six months of saving to start, and that number correlates. It's like because most people don't actually start a business when they start PT. They're just like, I'm here. Yeah, I think, think that's what roll. it is. Like, it sounds really good. You can charge quite a lot per hour. You can go home. You can have a nap in the day if you want, and then <laughs> that's it. And then I think after six months, they think. Gosh, but also, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a defence mechanism to make yourself sound really smart. Because that's like a shield to make people believe in what you're saying. But actually, you're pushing people. It's more like a radiation. You're pushing people away. Because the sooner you realise that, the more customers you relate to, I think. That, that is mean, all that is, bro. That is all that trying to, trying to wow someone yeah. with a word. We used to say, innit? Trying to swing your dick around. That's what everyone's that, doing. That is what definitely everyone's doing. And then it's funny because then when... I've had personal trainers, like kind of try and put me on the spot with a big word. Mm. I said, I don't know, what the fuck does that mean, bro? Yeah. Mm. Oh, so you mean just like progressive overload? Yeah. So. That's two words, is that, bro. Is that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, is, that, is, that what, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Cool, so why are you trying to sound so smart? Yeah. Are you trying yeah. to make me look mm. stupid? Yeah. And that's what yeah. it is. That's what they're doing. To, do you know what I mean? Yeah. People trying to put each other down with it. I mean, you, you look at, like, I've had people come to me and start training with me and they've said, oh, my old trainer told me this. And I could have been in the position to say, that's dumb. Why? Why the hell are you doing that? Uh, uh, there's, there's no point in doing that. I'm gonna just say, let's just, let's just try it like this. Let's, let's, let's use my method because I think we're in an industry where you feel like you need to shit on people yeah. to prove that you're better. I'll, I'll be honest. I do sometimes say that. Yeah. Only because that person needs to hear that confidence from yeah. you to believe mm. you. Yeah. And the other thing is. Uh, the industry is like that because it's full of egos. Mm. Yeah. Full of big egos. It's full of egos and it's saturated it as well. Juries. I think yeah. it comes down to social intelligence again. It's like knowing what's in front of you because some people that will work and then some people, they'll think you're a dick and then they're like, 
I ain't listening to you either. Mm. They put up a shield and it's like, I think if people lived life more, they might be better at coaching. That's such and a... That, mm. That's the thing that you don't want to stunt your growth with by saying you're expert. If you put yourself on a pedestal, which everyone does on socials, it's like, I'm an expert, I'm the best at this. Once you put yourself on that pedestal, you actually stunt your growth as a coach because you're no, no longer living life anymore because everything's a defence mechanism of you not showing well, you're insecurities. Not open to you're not open for progression. Like Jamie, mm. clip that. Form no, clip. Boom, you there me. you go. <laughs> Joe Rogan's got Jamie in it. Though. He's like, they clip that. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, we got Tom, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oi, like Abby. <laughs> but like, if you don't, Live. If you don't live, yeah. then how mm. are you like when you get life coaches, for example? Mm. And I remember this happening when, when I was twelve, in, innit? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I remember, don't, 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 don't yeah. disrespect my side hustle, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when I was in Australia and it happened in Oxford Circus as well, like people like putting life coaching in their bio. Mm. I'm like, bruv, you don't even pay rent. You're in your twenties. <laughs> mm. yeah. You think your forty-year-old client that works for Barclays that's making what 150k a year wants yeah. needs your fucking advice? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's mad because the ego or the the whatever the ego or whatever they've created themselves to be mm. actually thinks that they can change that person's mm. life when they haven't lived. Mm. It's a it's a leadership gap as well. It's like I, I feel like as I get older, I get closer to my demographic because my life, my experience level is getting closer to their relatability. So that leadership gap narrows. They believe everything you say. So I'm, yeah. e I'm excited to hit 30 next week. Is that when it is? But it's on Monday, oh. yeah. I'm gonna be 30 on Monday. And I'm Sorry. excited, because then I'm gonna start getting deep. And when someone says something, I'll be like, yeah, I've lived for 30 fucking years. Yeah, that's why I can give mm. that advice. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But like, I feel like in your 20s, when you say some things, it's, it's fitness-wise cool, but then if you start dropping like- Bars, yeah bars about life and all that stuff people mm. are like you're in your 20s man you haven't really lived but whereas when you hit 30 and you've experienced yeah. a lot of things I think people it's weird like serious. listening to us to talk about this because you know obviously you're under your under 30 but we were once at that age and I remember I thought everyone in their 30s were like what did I used to call them the 30 crew everyone who's no, lost in life yeah, the they haven't made in life they're still yeah, yeah. I remember. but we're that age now but looking we're, we're now speaking about it from an experience it's, it's weird to hear like different age groups, different levels, everyone could be coached. I just think it's the whole mindset of like growth. You yeah. shouldn't stunt yourself by saying you're an expert because you never will be. Yeah, you either have a growth mindset or what's the other? Shit mindset. mindset. Shit mindset. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, either, it's either that or the other. And if you're not open to any of that, it's- You're dead. It's, you're dead, there's, uh, well, if you're not learning, like what are you doing? Yeah. Moaning. You know I mean? Probably exactly. Exactly. Usually they're moaning, isn't it? Yeah. Moaning, yeah. hating. Usually. Yeah. Or putting people down. Yeah, they usually have try and boost themselves. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you talk talking about the, like hating and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like with with online stuff there, and um, how how do, how do you potentially deal with people that come after you about you know, especially with everyone's an expert these days. That's yeah. People coming, people coming after you saying, <laughs> "Oh, actually, the, the form the form things you're saying that's Look that's, that's that wrong." Uh, and, and and my second and the follow up just does that translate to real life? Like, have people got the stones to come up and say that to you in person, or are they just a bunch I of keyboard warriors? Yeah, I know you wish you did. He's glowing now. He's glowing. I wish it. No, because <laughs> I, I don't think I talk about anything that I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I'm not comfortable talking about. And if even if I was, <laughs> <laughs> Mads, well, you should blame yourself for that. You <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I've, I don't think I talk about stuff I don't know. Mm. And even if I was talking about more like complex topics that 
sometimes need bigger words. Mm -hmm. Sometimes maybe I can't be uh, as articulate as I want to be, mm. which can sometimes create some barriers or misunderstanding from an audience that gives them the opportunity to shoot at me, to try mm. and take me down. Because people are waiting for that. Yeah, people they're want, waiting for people anyone want, to do that. Yeah, exactly. waiting so waiting for it's a like David and Goliath situation. Like they exactly. want to they like, take a shot. Yes, yeah. now I've got him. Yeah, Fuck yeah. him. Bang, mm. bang, bang, bang. But, and if they say anything, I either... Before I used to bite back hard because it was entertaining and then it still yeah. is entertaining. Yeah. But I, I, I try not to waste my energy on... Yeah. It depends on who it is, what they say, and if I need to say something about it. But when it comes to face-to-face, -face, like, <laughs> born in Tottenham, school in East London, mm -hmm. college in Hackney, <laughs> Turkish Kurdish parents, you've got confrontation 24 fucking seven. Like so for me, that's not a problem. So if someone came up to me, if I've got a problem with someone, I'll go and tell it. I'll go and tell them. Not a problem at all. Whereas most people online Keyboards. will never, ever, ever do that to your face because yeah, everyone face to face is nice to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone face, especially find, in the fitness industry. I find yeah. you know, like when you were talking about articulating your stuff, it's like when when you're talking to people that speak the same language as you. I don't mean language language. I mean like the way you speak, yeah. it's so easy to articulate what you're, you're, you're getting at. But when you feel like someone's maybe above you or posher than you or speaking in a different way, it almost slows you down because you're trying to think of a different way when you're best just saying it the way you, you know. Mm, exactly, but sometimes I don't get the respect from mm. those people because of the way I speak. Mm. And I know that for a fact. Because I remember I did a B2B seminar in Scotland mm. and when I came off stage, um, one guy came up to me and he apologised to me <laughs> and I was like oh, dude, I just want to say sorry I was like why he goes man I totally misjudged you from like the way you speak the way mm -hmm. you are online I didn't know like the way you spoke today I didn't know you had any of that it's crazy, isn't it? first thing I thought inside of me was like fuck you blood I'm going <laughs> to slap you in your face <laughs> that's what I want to do because <laughs> it was like frustrating I'm like you judgmental prick man yeah or, it's yeah. hard because you know? they already have a perception of what you are really, so you yeah. almost have to like work yeah. harder yeah but so when you're when you're there exactly without you even knowing <laughs> yeah but it's harder for him to relate to me because he probably maybe does, he fears what he don't understand. So he probably mm. wouldn't he probably wouldn't understand a North London or an East London boy or even know how to maybe communicate with him. Yeah, it's because it's not linear. But like but I think that's I think that's why some people have that judgment. So mm. when I'm making videos now, not that I'm changing the way I speak or anything like that, sometimes I, as I'm growing up, you tone that down naturally. Yeah, it just comes different. Isn't it? it comes different. So then, what I've realised is, as I've got older and as I've like calmed down a little bit, I think people do. Mm. They tend to pay a little bit more attention. Mm. Whereas the videos that I was making and me and Smith were making in 2017 and 18, <laughs> like pretty fucking aggressive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like shit. That's what gets the engagement. Man. Yeah, like pretty fucking aggressive. And mm. if it did that now, it'd be like you're bullying. It's mad because yeah. the space has changed. That's all. People's well. changed. The world's changing. Mm. It's always changing, mm. and you gotta like cons consistently attempt new things. Well, you know what's mad? When do you ever go on Facebook? Every morning I go on Facebook memories, bro. Some of the things I say, bro. If my client saw me then, I'd be shut down straight away. <laughs> I'm like, what's that mean? <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of influencers now, like, they're oh, that, they're getting really called out on like Twitter and yeah, like yeah. from stuff that they've said years and years ago. So before, like, some of these people, uh, if you're like a big influencer right now and 
they're releasing, I don't know, maybe a book or something, like, they will go check the backlogs for sure. Because mm. people mm. go looking. Mm. People go looking. Mm. Even at time where, remember when Kevin Hart was going to do the... I was going to say the exact yeah. same thing. It was the Oscars, the, wasn't it? Was yeah. it the Oscars? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He said something about uh, gay people. He's a homophobic joke, but I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking comedian. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's his yeah. job. You're not mocking. You're not mocking no. gay people. You're yeah. mocking the idea of homophobia. Context, isn't it? Like text doesn't always tell you how it's supposed to be. Yeah, said. Twitter's not exactly the best like exactly. source for like you know. And they asked him to apologize, and he was like, "No," because <laughs> he was like, "That was me then, and I've grown from that, and that yeah, was a part yeah. of my journey." So he goes, "I'm not going to apologize just to go on stage for." That was that then, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But again, it's consistently changed. But you're always going to get hate. And I think yeah, if you do, right. I, think, I think you're doing well. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. People, people only start shitting on you when you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So you took like Eddie Hall sort of shits, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, I think I'd have to knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> Bury. Yeah. Uh, about your heritage as well, you just touched on it briefly. But yeah. um, talk to us a little bit about that and about how that kind of shaped you. And, and you obviously talking about coming over, over to the UK and stuff like yeah. that. And how, what that was like growing up and yeah. what influence you had from that and yeah. where that sort of like shaped you now. Well, I was born here, mm. but... No, you, was it your parents came? Yeah, my yeah, parents were political what, refugees. Yeah. They were Kurdish mm -hmm. political refugees, mm -hmm. but Turkish passports, yeah. Kurdish background. They came in the late 80s. Uh, then I was born in Tottenham in 1992 mm -hmm. but that moment of time everyone was fucking coming over <laughs> especially from that region do you know what I mean yeah. all the Greeks Cypriots Turks Kurds all chuck them in North London innit that's why all the best food is in North London <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that's why all the best food yeah. is there but from that that's definitely shaped me very differently in a way where when I moved to especially Southwest London or met some of the boys that I know now and that I work with complete different culture mm -hmm. because and I think that's why, to be honest, I think because of my cultural background, I think that's why I've got good um, emotional intelligence. I think that's why I'm a good coach because mm -hmm. my family, they had to thrive with personality and I guess well, body language yeah. and whatever because they didn't actually have the language or the technical skills that would require mm -hmm. to get a job. So you had to be likable. And I think it probably was just mm -hmm. a natural way natural way that they evolved and mm. I evolved in a way where I've got all those qualities mm. with English and the skill is coaching personal training or yeah. a sport mm. and then delivered it like that that is definitely my culture and my parents obviously culture yeah. yes but then more, most importantly mum and dad's and family background because they're all and I was thinking about I was chanting this with my cousins the other day all my male cousins I don't think any of them are employees. They all do their own they're, they're all self-employed. Yeah. They're all self-employed. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't imagine anyone telling them what to do and them listening. But they'll go hustle hard to make it their own. No, you know, you know what's crazy? Not so much with my parents because they, 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 my dad was here by the time he was two. So he speaks perfect English, but certainly with my grandparents. What you find is that at a lot younger age, you helping your parents do stuff that you would never do at that age because they couldn't speak English or read and write English. Oh so you're doing like adult tasks because you're the translator and you've yeah. not even left primary school yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it has a big influence on your confidence when you actually do become an adult because mm -hmm. you've been doing it all along. Oh, mate. And I think this is why when I was in school and in college, my, um, my tutor at the time, I used to get along with her so well at like 16. Because I, I was way more mature than the other 16-year-olds. And she, and she knew that. She picked up on it. 
And I think that's why she told me to be a coach. Mm. She was like, Dylan, you should do personal training. She yeah. made me, she was a weightlifter. Yeah. She made me mm. go into personal training. I remember this one time, the head of the sports department, um, South African guy, um, was he South African? No, it wasn't South, it was an English guy, but he didn't like me. He didn't <laughs> like me. He didn't like me because he knew I was smart like that. Yeah. And I remember this one time, he was, and I knew he didn't like me for no reason. And he used to try and pick on me, but I remember this one time I called him out. And I knew where he would go on the holidays. I said, listen, sir, if you want to call me out in front of the class, that's fine. But let's not pretend why you really go to Thailand every half term. I was like, oh, yeah, I know cold. why you go. I've traveled the world. So we can talk about that here in front of the students. Oh, he went red. He was fuming. Yeah, I got kicked out of class straight away. <laughs> yeah, he was fuming. <laughs> but, that's brilliant. But I picked Walked up out with that. your middle fingers yeah, up, mate. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a good Boom. Yeah. I think you should post that. Yeah. But like, oh. even. I was having a conversation with one of my other friends. He's an immigrant, and he was mm. like, "Sorry, man, I can't, I can't, I can't come jets later today." He goes, "I'm meeting my uncle and his wife to talk about sorting their marriage out." <laughs> he's in his twenties, man. Right? Yeah. And he goes, "This is why we mature at yeah. five fucking years old because we're consistently <laughs> dealing with this life sort coach. of shit yeah. mm. when the you're growing up. Yeah. When you're ringing up to sort one. the phone bill out yeah. for your mum, <laughs> and you're five. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you notice, like." And I don't know, like, and tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like sometimes in certain cultures, they shut, people shut their emotions. They don't talk about anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They don't say anything because they're scared of the outcome. Yeah. So therefore they hold back and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're fighting, screaming and shouting, mm-hmm. there's care out. and emotion and it comes out and you deal with it. Yeah. Whereas other days you start block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think the best coaches are always made from something that was potentially made them stand out in a negative way at school. So for instance, I don't know, I, I, I've always sounded like, I don't sound a thing like any of my family. Uh, they joke that I'm, they, <laughs> they, 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 they joke that I'm the milkman's. But it's, it's like, I, I come in, I, I sound a bit posh, I was skinny as a rake. This is like a young age. And the thing is, you then you you then get unwanted attention at, at, that, at that point in your life. And then it makes you, like for want of a better expression grow a personality because yeah. mm. you've got to you've got to be friendly you've got to be people's friends you've got to make them laugh you've got to be that guy yeah. so that you don't become a target basically and I think that's what probably makes the great coaches is people yeah. that have had to do that and have had to be so personable from a young age dressing to rooms. stop that dressing I mean, there's yeah. no hiding place yeah, especially if you're the, the new boy 100% Oof. that's yeah. why sport was like so great right I mean mm. the banner you get at football the banner I've heard from rugby guys is way different though. Mm. Yeah, I don't really, less ego, yeah. There is less egos in rugby. Mm. Way it's less a smarter egos. banner, I think. It's, it's, I don't know what basketball, what's basketball like, Jason? It's, it's, it's different. I remember I, I've, I've played on teams where I've been the only white guy in the changing room, yeah, um, which is which has been interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, th- I think it's it's similarly, it's more that you, you're probably less focused on the, the outside world and you're so into into mm. the game and the culture and everything that surrounds that it's not a whole lot I about. think it's more like football isn't it because yeah, it's more yeah, I think it's so. more black culture yeah 100% it's, so it's, it's like oh have you heard this new album yeah. have you seen the oh they brought out this version yeah, yeah, yeah. of Jordan 6's mm. or something and yeah. that's the discussion the yeah. discussion is around the sport mm. even if it's not about the sport mm. well, I said um, black guy and I said Jordan 6's that's racism <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, I've, been, I've already been cancelled. I've done a Kevin Hart, mate. I've done a Kevin Hart straight up. <laughs> so there would be like same as football, those sort of cultures. Whereas compared to rugby, mm. you might get sister jokes, but in football you won't. 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's different. So I won't say something about your sister. Or, or, <laughs> well, rugby, they'll be racist. They'll be racist to you. Not racist, like, but all my the, boys make Turkish jokes at me. But you know what? It comes from love. You mm. can, it was, it, the cricket stuff came out recently, you know, all the, at the professional mm. level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can imagine in cultures like that, it was very racist or like homophobic or whatever. Yeah. But I think, you know what, you get that everywhere. Your friends aren't nice to you. You're like your close, close friends. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I've real. got a, mate, a really close mate of mine, South African. He gets yeah. like, like torched for that. Just being like, oh, you're going to, you're going to, I can carjack yeah. me. Are you, when I, when I go pick him up and yeah. stuff. But you yeah. know, it's, it's like, real. It's but you know, you, you know, there's absolutely yeah, zero I'm offense. Yeah, i all my friends. Yeah, exactly. If I'm nice to you, you're not my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? You just yeah. know, isn't it? Or, or yeah. you're our clients. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I banned my clients too. I was ripping into one of my clients actually the other day on Zoom. He had the headphones on and I had like 120 people on a Zoom call and he had those, the thingy headphones on. Oh, the Madonna mic. Yeah, 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 Madonna yeah. Mic. Brittany. I was like, Brent, what are you doing? You're trying to sell toner to everyone, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to sell? You're on the life. Yeah, but you know what? And that's a, that's like a form of love to them and yeah. that's like, yeah. yeah. And then that, that opens them up to listening to you from like a coaching standpoint. Mm. You know? Yeah, probably no one speaks to them like that at work. No, yeah. no, no, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, that's, no PTs. That's why we get, we, we, we get vent, venting though. Like all, all of my clients oh, come in, they're, oh they're, they're stressed gosh. from their work. They can they feel like they can actually be real with us, mm. which is really refreshing. Mm. So they're actually, you know, having a proper discussion and yeah. saying, oh, this this has been going on. This has been stressing me out. Fucking Sandra in accounting, what a slag. Um, <laughs> no, I get, I, get some people, I get like a guy comes in and he, bitches to me about his wife and then next thing his wife comes in oh yeah <laughs> when you train Hello. couples that's the best honestly <laughs> life coach yeah, yeah you're, I mean I think and it's mad I think sometimes a lot of coaches what they need to realise is like the session is about the other person so it's not about stop you stop talking mm. yeah oh yeah. my god and just 100%. listen and when you listen it's mad how much more people open you. open up to you. I, I I say to a few clients, it's like it's like hot ones. Have you seen that? It's like people when people exercise, they they open themselves up to like letting things slip mm. and go because they're almost like in a state of delirium, uh, where they're not like focusing on what it is they're saying to you and they're just like letting all this stuff out, and that gives you that personal connection with them if you're actually listening. Because yeah. yeah. then you then you bring it up the next session. Yeah. This is why yeah, jujitsu is fucking amazing because mm. you're getting beat up. Yeah. You're at your most vulnerable state, yeah. Which is mm. why jujitsu people, you see each other on the street, you're like, ah, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. You know, it's like it's a different sort of love. We saw them all at your show. They were up in the corner and they were loving it. You could see them, all their expressions, Bro, everything. Because they're like, I'm a, How well do you know Diren? Well, we mm. fucking choke each other out, yeah, <laughs> and we sweat on each other's mouths <laughs> during COVID, and, 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 and then we also yeah. do jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I can see that. That was good. 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 Yeah. So it's like you build that relationship through that, and it's, and it's that's why it's so good, I guess. Mm. All right. That you're talking about jujitsu. Let's 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 get into a little game. Um, Nat, do you wanna do you wanna do it this week? What's well, that? Let's get ready to rumble. A little thing we do each each week there. So I'm just gonna assign us like uh, a random topic. Yeah. Um you've got to argue why your one is better than everyone else's in the group. Mm. So I, yours is herbal. So we've done things like no, no, no so, so, so the topics are Nat, you're you're back in Capoeira, which is uh, I think Brazilian dance fighting. Yeah. Uh, Andy, you're back in boxing. I am back in Karav Maga, and obviously Darren's 
back in BJJ. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I can't even. She doesn't even work out. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Do your research, love. It's dance fighting. I sent you the brief, Nat. This is why the brief guy's yeah, out. That's always blurred out. <laughs> it's not this week. This week is not. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she didn't look. <laughs> so, what, what formal capoeira do you like? Or do? Ah. Tell me why it's better. Yeah, tell More me why like it's better. More like dancing. <laughs> 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 nah, mate. I think Ballet? Kar- no, Karav Magars uh, is Israeli special forces. So if mm. I want to kill all three of you, like it's it's over. It's over. Yeah, like, yeah. I saw that video you did with uh, with James and, and Paul. Was yeah. it the, the one that, like on the street? If you're trying someone that's just you know, put the mouth guard and put the mat down. Yeah. Oh, mate. Honestly, like, what's what was that doing? What? what in, a, in, a, in, a scrap, in a scrap? Oh, yeah, yeah, in a scrap? Yeah. In a scrap? Oh, man. man. Come on now. If you think about, <laughs> if you think, okay, there was a. I think it was, it was some, one of the legends of the Gracie family. He said something about. He was speaking about like lions and like sharks or something like that. And he said like fighters, strikers are like lions, you know, they're, they're animals, they're, they're fighters, they're beasts and blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, jujitsu is like, you're a shark, bruv. So, <laughs> so a lion is just in the water. It's just another mill. Mm. Whereas... Oh, I need to get that quote properly, oh, but I'm going to find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's a sick quote. It's Not a sick quote. Go, go, go. I didn't pick. But if you think about jiu-jitsu, if you think about street fighting or anything like that, or any mm. form of self-defense, yeah. is a lot of street fighters end up on the floor. Yeah. Mm. If True. they end up on the floor, and if you know how to mm. control someone, literally mm. smother someone, mm. and trap every limb, every joint, mm. Someone that's never done jiu-jitsu, even compared to someone that's even had like a few months of jiu-jitsu, mm. they've got no chance. It's over. They're dead. It's over. I, no it reminds chance. me, a, a mate of mine, there were, there were two people scrapping, literally almost right outside, sorry, police station, and my <laughs> mate ended up having to sit on this guy, like knees on, on arms, to get, him, to, get, to get him to stay still. Exactly, I'm just like, mate, if you knew jiu-jitsu, he's like, mm. Oh, mate, we, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's over. Yeah, it's over, it's over. <laughs> and I remember, um, so Smith had uh, Fiona Davis, who's a, BJJ fighter mm. and they were talking about like women's self-defense and she just straight up said why why would you teach self-defense to women when you can teach them how to fight mm. and yeah. I mean I was like yeah, yeah. yeah. why yeah. would you defend yourself when you can attack is the best form of defense are you back in boxing Andy? I am bro because at the end of the day fucking Rocky Balboa bro he's the Don Italian Stallion that's it he even killed even Drago bro hear me Again, mate, you're making references to a 12 year old who yeah, would have true. obviously never seen yeah. Rocky. So <gasps> have you not seen Rocky? No, of course I've seen Rocky. I was going to say, if you haven't seen Rocky, where have you got your motivation from? Honestly, man? yeah. Now, every single workout. I'll just end you all on the dance floor. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if it was I in just a, Google mine, I don't even know what it is. If it was if it was in an arcade with one of those little what's the steppy machines yeah. like we're, we're done, we're done, yeah, exactly. I'll just knock oh, you out. <laughs> one bang, innit? Done. No, mate, I'll see I see a wall, I'll use this 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 little this little mic stand here, bang. It's game over. Yeah. Israeli style. We were having this conversation like Bali last summer. The jiu-jitsu guys were having it with like the strikers. Oh yeah. And the striking coach was like, he was a Kiwi guy, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, you come for those double leg, you're gonna catch some hands before you get to me, bro." <laughs> you know, but because those guys are quick, quick, man. yeah, 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 quick. Like you can be tiny, and if you're a good striker and you hit, you connect yeah, yeah. at the right place, gone, done, sweet done. spot, hit that chin. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who won, but in in honour of, of you winning your silver, your first comp, there, and I'll oh, say, yeah. I'll Man say, won gold at the next comp, though. At the next comp, I was yeah, saying silver in his first ever comp. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know which which one are you more next. gassed about, there. Uh, 
to be honest, I'm more gassed at the fact that I'm fighting heavier guys and beating them. Yeah, we went up, he went up a, a category. Yeah, oh, I was no. mad. Yeah. Oh, no, Basically, no. he was like, I need to dial down, and then he was like, I ain't fucking dialed him down. Yeah, I'm going up like, a category. I wanted the normal cross <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> I didn't want to think about it. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to rock up. And Nat said the same thing the other day. She was like, I ain't going down a category. I'm going <laughs> up a category. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck dieting. There's my inspiration. Yeah. Like, don't you reckon like, the stress of like thinking about that? I know, well and I've got, my, I've got my birthday coming up, mm. and I want to get in. Oh, well, I've actually entered into a lower category, and I'm thinking, that's going up again <laughs> yeah. be small do it do it but uh, I mean I, I saw it just on your Instagram a little while ago Darren I'm, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation but what was it like training with um, Mauricio uh, Gomes is, is that Mauricio Gomez. Mauricio Gomez yeah Gomez. Oh, that's I, a I balled that up didn't I um, but what, what kind of sets apart an expert like this in BJJ oh, okay. aside from like your everyday guy that does it or mm-hmm. maybe he's even been doing it for a couple years so, or something like that what can you take from a guy like that let's compare it to say a sport like football his son is the Ronaldo of Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. He's the all-time greatest. His son is the all-time greatest. And that's his dad, mm. who has been training a lot longer than him. Yeah. Who married Taught in, him a lot. Yeah, who yeah. married into the Gracie family mm. and got learned Jiu-Jitsu from Hojo's granddad, mm. who's one of the original guys that come from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. The Gracie family. The Gracie mm-hmm. family are known to be fighters anyway. Yeah. so these are the sort of guys back in the favela and all that mm. were the guys that would go into other gyms fight people to prove jiu-jitsu is better mm. which Mad. is it's, yeah. <laughs> so even when they moved to London and he was actually telling me he's actually going to come on my podcast as well when he first came into the UK he told me that there was only like one black belt in jiu-jitsu mm. so people would come to his first gym that he opened up and be like I heard you can spar here so you'd get he's saying you I remember I had a six foot six um, security guard from uh, from Birmingham, a hundred and fifty kilo guy, come in to spar, and he would be, and he's 85, 90 kilos, and he's like, "Have you got a gi? Just bang him up, bro." <laughs> but then he was like, "You get the ultimate respect yeah. from these people, and you mm. just build a mad, mad, mad connection." That's why I like mm. jujitsu so great. But he is. Again, they're all coaches, right? Yeah. And they're all, they've all lived. So the way they coach you, the way they talk to you, um, and the way like they get your respect, and even if you didn't get their respect, they'll they'll get your respect by beating you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no <laughs> other way. Voice you. you don't listen, yeah, exactly. You don't listen to me, not a problem. Or I'm just proving to you I'm way better than you. Because yeah. with coaching, it's hard to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. If you're getting banged up by someone, you get banged up. Yeah, you're no getting banged up. But then it's like there's some sports. For football, for example, you don't necessarily need to be that good, but you can hide it. You can put a front on and get have a decent game. Always. I guess on the mats, <laughs> they, they know where your weakness is. They're going for it. You can't there's hide. No hiding. <laughs> there's no hiding. It's one on one. There's but no That's hiding. why I like strength training because it's like you can't just turn up to a barbell and stick the weight on and do it. Mm-hmm. Depends where you're at, but it's like it depends. Like there has to be a story behind how you got to that number. You can't just turn up and put it on your back. You can't yeah. pretend. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. That's interesting. Proving that you, you you know your stuff. Like in terms of BJJ versus versus coaching. Like you know, because obviously you know you've not got Janice, who's like you know maybe pushing some fives. You're not gonna slap on a hundred kilos and yeah. rep it out in front of her. Be like, yeah. why aren't you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's like the best 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 way best form of not proving, but like, oh yeah, kind of proving to people that oh yeah. I can show you because I've done it. Yeah, um, I was going to say yeah. in coaching, yeah. you like you don't do it like that, but you are your business card. So people yeah. watch you and they gravitate towards you because you're good at what you do. 
And so if it's weightlifting, if it's jiu-jitsu, if it's basketball, people that have an interest to that, if you're doing well in it, they're going to ask you questions on how yeah. you've done that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only reason I, I went to Andy for help years ago when I was PT in Oxford Circus was I saw him and Stephen do their thing on the mm -hmm. gym floor when I was 17. So I was like, oh, I've seen them do it. I've seen them do their S&C um, uh, PI, what was it? It was a polyquin thing. It was a polyquin thing at the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to learn all that stuff. So why bother doing a course when I can just do one-on-ones with him and just mm -hmm. learn from him? Yeah. Because you know, I saw him do that. And it's the same now with like, you get business coaches these days going, I'm a business coach. Yeah, and then they've got no what business. What do you mean, bro? You've got no peas, bro. <laughs> they even run a business. <laughs> you're telling me you're on a big business. You're still taking the bus. Like, what's going on? Yeah, man. Like, not, not that there's anything wrong with taking no, the bus. No, but yeah, yeah. You know, I know what you're saying. But don't tell me you're running a big business and you want to sell me something when you're still using headphones with wires. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> someone I know, someone I know in Bali was like a business coach. And, yeah. and I ban her all the time, right? I give her shit all the time. Like, I know her well, so... And I was like, yo, listen, don't try and send me or don't try and tell your audience you're a your business coach when you're holding up some two pound wire microphone like this. <laughs> I'm like, why would I give you my money? Why would I give you? It's like going to a barber and them having a shit haircut. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, why would you? I mean, while you're on that though, that just is, is an interesting one. As a PT then, yeah. if I'm a little bit chunky, or yeah. you know, I'm, I've got a little bit of extra, extra, yeah. extra soft belly. Yeah. Um, then are you going to listen to me? Because, yeah. like, you know, there's... there's you're talking boy. about me, bro. Just say it with chest, didn't mate, you? Mate, mate, mate. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Like, I could be talking about Andy. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying versus, like, you know, mate, that mate boy down the road who's got, like, a 12-pack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does that make him a better coach than you? The answer no. is no. Yeah. But then, obviously, there's that perception, I think, yeah. that a lot of people have of, oh, the biggest trainer there is, he must be the best trainer mm. there is. Um, yeah. I, I, think, I think with that is, I think, when you look at someone whether they have body fat or not, you can usually tell if they're fit or mm. not. Mm -hmm. True. Right? Yeah. And even if, say, someone's got a bit of soft belly, their structure, you're like, right, he's got a posterior chain. He must, he must. Yeah. No, he must. Push the numbers. Yeah. yeah, he must, you know, it must be all that linear training. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to how many results you produce and yeah. what they look like. Big, mm. yeah. Because if I'm 200 kilos with my gut hanging over my waistline but I'm spitting out transformations every week no one's going to give a fuck yeah. it only matters when you've got no results yeah but maybe back in the, at one time maybe they exactly. they did have like that Initially. physique or they did you needed something coach. at that time and I still think you should you know be in shape oh yeah yeah I yeah. think you can't, you can't be you have out to, of shape. Because I think but, if you yeah, love training... There's a level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to practice what you preach to an extent, I think, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I definitely sure. think so. I, I mean, think, I don't know, when I when I first got into PT, I remember um, bikini comps yeah. were the thing. Oh, I, feel no. like <laughs> I feel like they're, they're not really anymore. Because Honestly, people seem positive. You're welcome. No, and I remember going into the yeah, gym man. and it was... <laughs> Like all the, definitely all the girls, they all had for their DP like mm. WBFF. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was thinking, fashion. oh, how am I gonna if I want to be a successful PT? Mm. How am I gonna do that? I yeah. wanted to do one for Banner 
and put on a lot of body fat and then go on stage. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's what? what I feel like we, needs to be I done. I'll be that. right we were talking behind about you, Darren. So I'll come on with my belly hanging out and they'll be like, what the fuck? Why don't we all do it? Yes. But then, yeah, so then I was thinking, oh, how am I going to, because obviously I need to get clients and obviously I need to look lean for that. Yeah. Luckily I never, the only bikini I wear is on the beach. <laughs> I remember I went, I went, I was training in a, in a gym group gym. I was, I was off seeing a friend somewhere and I was, I was, I just banging out my workout and then I just saw this woman randomly sat up next to me, opened like this little bag and took out like a pair of glass heels. Um, and then just she literally spent about 20 minutes strutting up and down Mm. next to me while I'm doing my sets that's probably the hardest bit though for them it's walking yeah honestly And if you notice as well and maybe a lot of bodybuilders I think the people that are naturally got good physiques it's way easier for them to do bodybuilding Mm. because I don't think they have to stress as much when like cutting putting on weight all of that stuff because you know you know when you got naturally you got abs Uh just banging weights putting on muscle whatever but if you're a female that's not genetically, I think, lean-ish side, then you're looking at a lot of trouble going into bodybuilding, which happens very often and they fuck up their cycle and all that stuff. But the worst bit is, not the worst bit, I think most people that go into bodybuilding are actually taking the focus off their real problems in their life mm-hmm. and putting it into mm-hmm. that one specific thing that thinks they're gonna solve their actual issue. Mm. Which is why the most of them are fucked. Usually, yeah. I, Usually I just think well. it's like a glorified yeah. anorexia. Yeah, like you just you can't do it's that. It's not a sport. You in can't. My opinion. And then to, and then That's to walk in front. Yeah, and then to walk in front of on a stage and like a load of grumpy fifty-year-old men judge yeah. you on that. Sorry, love, you didn't win. The that. the UKCA, which is basically the Strength and Conditioning Association in the UK. They don't classify bodybuilding as a sport. But and when I first went fair. in, I had no results as like an S and C coach. I was like, "Yeah, but loads of transformations." They just laughed at me. They were like, "What the fuck? That ain't sport." I, I went. I went to one of the shows. A girl I was dating was doing it for a bit when I first met her, right? And I went to one of these shows. I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go check out this show, right?" And I went. And I went there. And I was watching these lot. And I was going. First thing I thought was, like, "Why the fuck am I here, bruv? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here?" That's the first thing I thought. The second thing I thought, and the second thing I actually told some of the people there, and they looked at me like I was a fucking idiot, is I said, you know what's mad? Most of these guys are fucking perverts. All these photographers here taking these photos of you lot, making you You bend forward and backwards. They're at home having a fucking wank with your photos, (laughs) and you don't even fucking know. You know there's been stories, there's been a few stories of, I'm not gonna name names, but famous, in that industry, famous photographers, yeah, and yeah. they've like I know had what you're women. Talking about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Fam- they have them in their like places like this, and they're like taking photos of them, and they're like molesting them, or they're like yeah. perving over mm. them, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. rock. Yeah, fucking hell. I remember this. I'm thinking, bro, this guy is some 55 year old weirdo, and I know he's a weirdo from the way he fucking yeah, from his trainers. What trainers tell you someone's someone, someone wrong? Like Meryl's or something. Meryl's five isn't it? Five fingers. Yeah, what them fingers are for, blood? In this warehouse, and they're all doing the same fucking pose. I'm like. This guy's not creative. He's not being creative. He's mm. doing this to get these photos of you. And he's probably selling to some brother in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even know. I swear. <laughs> I swear to God. And people thought I was like, Darren, mm. you're so over the top. I said, no, you're just fucking stupid. Mm. <laughs> but then the people, well, I won't say everyone, but a lot of girls, especially, doing those shows will be insecure. So I think 
they like men will just jump on that. It's mad though, because like I've, they do. Worked, I've worked with some that channel it in the right way, and it's awesome as well. It's just because there's no like finite, you know, if you sprint quicker than you did yesterday, we mm. know definite that you're quicker than yesterday. There's a winner and a loser. Yeah. Because yeah. it isn't in this sport. It's like your perception in the mirror changes based on your emotional state that day. Yes. And that's where the difficulty lies. Yeah. But I, and if you look at like bodybuilders, the OGs I think are the old school ones, mm. the ones that hide their bodies when they train. Yeah. I think they're doing it because they love it. Yeah, I think the people, majority of the people that do it now, now yeah. are doing it for likes. And the other but it's all thing, aesthetic. The other the man thing, thing, they don't care. How it's got less aesthetic though. <clears throat> Honestly, like you look at some bodybuilders in the eighties and nineties, and yeah. they're doing it. The whole idea was to get yeah, as know, good like, looking as possible. Whereas yeah. now it's like, how big can I get? How veiny can yeah. I get? And yeah, but it's still it, it's, how um, they look. Uh, yeah, but it's still it's still just based on how you look. The mad thing is the fat loss phase is the easy bit mentality wise because like each week you turn up it's a bit leaner because yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're on it. The like recomp phase when you're trying to grow such a subtle change and you got to stay motivated to do it that they never actually commit to doing that. They're always on a fat loss phase and it's like you're not a bodybuilder. Mm, you're always yeah. on a fucking fat loss phase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then what happens is because they don't put on enough muscle they don't have that solid base mm. they drop body fat and then when they try going back to it they don't yeah. they think losing fat is the way to solve the problem yeah. mm. then they look at those pictures and look at their normal state mm. and now they're like skinny fat whatever you yeah. want to call it I guess and then they get depressed and look at the photos that it's glorified yo-yo diet it's glorified yo-yo and then yeah. they become a PT Yeah, and then they give it to their clients <laughs> this is, what, yeah. this is the merry-go-round oh yeah. mate that yeah. PDF in it, that straight PDF. Welcome bomb. to the health and fitness industry. Yeah, mad tinks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I feel like we always say something depressing Just every go episode. Up a category. You always say that now. Go up a category. Moral of the story. Always move up. Maintenance, isn't it? <laughs> Maintenance <laughs> calories. If you want to actually train, yeah, just hit up all the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, talking about insecurities and stuff and yeah. and just challenging mental stuff you can have um, yeah. how important is it that you surround yourself with a good social network and like who are the people you'd say in your life that are like most important to like keep you keep you level okay. um, keep you linear and just make sure that you've got yeah. that right mentality you know you, you're not you know floating yeah. off you know they keep you grounded if I'm being honest I don't think you can take, I don't think I'll ever, and I think that's only because my mum and dad, I think raised me really well, yeah. mm. to keep me, and I saw them. Like, I remember my mum and dad just, I remember my mum just having five pound in her pocket. Mm. I remember all of that. I remember all those struggles, and I remember all of that, being in like North London, East London, I saw all of that. And I think, doing what I'm doing now, and the stuff that I can do now, like I appreciate those luxuries so much, that, it's hard for me to even go to that, go to that level because one, I guess, the people. Let me cut this short. My mum and dad will keep. Me, they've kept me grounded from yeah. early on. That I don't think I've even got to that phase where I can just take off like that. Mm. So it's them. It's them. My yeah. parents. My family. My friends as well. Banter wise, yeah. If you, for example, I unfollowed everyone on Instagram the other day, right? Yeah. Absolutely everyone. I didn't want to see mm -hmm. anyone on my feed. That's it's fucking unbelievable. It's so nice. It does. It does bad things to you. To mind, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So all my friends, all my close friends, were giving me shit, bantering me, going, "You think you're fucking Kanye West?" Or like Alima and that. He's like during mm. East, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, during yay, <laughs> but like. <laughs> give me banner and that's mm. another level of grounding that you're consistently getting yeah. but I think 
from the upbringing, I think if you're raised properly, then I don't think you'll ever have that trouble of kind mm-hmm. of shooting away. Need, Keep need in mind, I still to this day haven't really done anything fucking amazing other than the fact I've got 200,000 followers. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think it's I think it comes down to the fact that when your mum and dad had £5 in their um, purse, that was still split and gave to you. Yes. They had fuck all, yeah. but they still gave you £2.50 out of that. Yes. And it's like, that's the grounding. It's like, even when you got 250,000 followers or 250K in your bank, you're yeah. still going to split it. Yeah, it, it keeps is. you grounded because it's all about giving. Yeah, 100%. I think mm. like giving for me is like, I love it, man. I think it mm. makes me happy. You know, I'm not going to lie. When people like, oh, you do it to help people. No, it makes me fucking feel good. Mm. That's why I do it. It helps people, but it makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I like, you know, and I think there's like a sense of give to receive, isn't it? Like, yeah, but it's not even for that. I think, I don't know. But as a man, I, I kind of like to provide, bro. I mm-hmm. want to be able to provide for all my close family friends yeah. or whatever and I've kind of been raised around that as well so yeah. it feels like a natural kind of mm. thing to me maybe it's a very Turkish thing I don't know but I remember you're just still bro you don't give anything that's why I was like confused when I chat to some people and like they're sitting there at a meal with their family and they're splitting the bill and I was like what the f- Fuck are you lot doing, bro? Yeah. No, no, I was like, let me pay for it because this is embarrassing. And the calculators come out. It's like, I had <laughs> one my coke. Oh, bro, no, just give it up. Done. I can't deal with I'm any mad. of that. I, got some, I had two cokes. I've got some friends like that. Oh, like, fuck sake, man. That's like about fifty p. That's like when we always buy the coffees for Max. We? 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 You know? Hang on, hang on, hang on. It was it was. We? Who's discount got that? Who's discount got that? We? You know? It's that 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 clout I've got in Guildford. Honestly. That's the reason you pay one pound of coffee Wee, in Guildford and it's, it's your boy. <laughs> Hear that red cup Costa every time. We're getting Honestly, the Costa cups yeah, at come on now. Nah. Oh, I, bought, I, bought, I bought these guys coffee. Um, I've got an espresso machine and stuff at home, but I don't have any keep cups. So I bought them in like <laughs> biscuit random tins. biscuit tins. <laughs> 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 Sitting there drinking that. It's a giant biscuit tin. It was looking good. Exactly, the coffee's good. That's all that counts, isn't it? Is it coffee coffee? Yeah. What? Is it coffee corner? Nah, no, I've just got a few bits to chat about. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was actually going to drop you in it because um, we had when we had Big Ali on. Um, yeah. Big. Um, yeah, 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 big. big, big. I, I, I'll use inverted That's just com- his Instagram, eh? I'll use inverted commas um, <laughs> for the YouTube on this. Um, but he asked Andy if he's better at football than you, and Andy said, "You already know." Oh, who's, if Ali's and, better and, than me? No, 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 no. And, and, Ali asked if Andy's better than you, and Andy was like, "I actually don't, don't know." know. But yeah. I'm still playing. What are you doing? Actually, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't actually play. I've never actually played with you. We played a training. few times at uh, training, I think bro, in North London, yeah. with Stephen and that yeah. a few mm. times. But there's no doubt that I'm 100 percent better. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've got a game Max, have you ever watched Andy play football? <laughs> I have. Yeah, I'm there for fight. And that's Honestly, it. Yeah. And he's like this with his traps. Yeah, he's he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't even move. He like stands in the oh, corner really and love. shouts is and is so aggressive. Goodness. Yeah, <laughs> someone's got to do it, innit? Someone's got to do it. Bro, have you seen his dad on the sidelines, bro? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but definitely. You talk about his upbringing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> his dad knows everyone in Turkey's football, bro. He is the fucking chairman. <laughs> How, how's your training going with Andy at the moment as well, Darren? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's. it's, it's not on you don't enough. have to say it's good, by the way. No, 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 no. I know you're oh, on the Andy's podcast. Training, that. Andy's training is the best. There's yeah, two yeah. people I go to when it comes to like training principles: is Andy and my guy Graham Morris in Australia. Mm. 
both like comes from that performance background both are very good coaches because they understand people and I learn from them because they communicate well with me and they get me you know yeah, yeah. so in that sense it's great because anytime I have a question or if I if I doubt something mm. I'm like let me ask Andy or if it's nutrition I'll ask maybe someone else so let me ask Andy mm. to make sure I don't sound like a dickhead just to be sure just yeah. to be sure yeah. and it's nice to have that mm. you know Yeah. and he knows it comes from a place of uh, it's not like oh I'm trying to take what I've got from him and mm. Do it yeah, to yeah. my mass it's a place of repurpose it. Yeah, I've yeah, always exactly. been like that. It's like, yeah, it's exactly. a pyramid scheme, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're at the bottom of the pyramid. You're at the bottom of the pyramid, But like, and where's that put me, mate? <laughs> <laughs> but a training, like training wise, it's hard because at the moment when I'm doing so much jujitsu, mate, you're, you're everywhere, consistently yeah. sore. Mm. You're so sore like, all the time. It's hard He's to like, bang what should fight. I do for jujitsu? I'm like, go jujitsu. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. your plan. That's always the way. If you want to get better at sport, do the sport. Yeah, yeah, Keep yeah. doing that. Like, yeah, exactly. But the, what I've realised with jits is though a lot of, I see a lot of black belts and injuries keep popping up. Mm. So need to keep banging that resistance mm. training. Yeah, yeah. You should minimise. I reckon that a lot of them just overtrain rather than they don't. It's too much. They don't understand when to scale point. back. Overtraining, under recovering. They don't measure anything. It's not just not overtraining. Yeah. They're just under recovering. Fatigue in it. Fatigue in it. It's too linear, bro. They need a little bit more linear. undulating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking about training, let's 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 go bang it out. We're going to do a session now. But um, thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of the pod. Uh, plugs, Darren. Anything you got? You want to you want to shout out to the people? Yeah, guys. If you're listening, uh, more than muscle is a sick business hey, <laughs> and he's a great trainer uh, and these two lovely people we've got Nat and Max are great trainers um, Max to be a great trainer no no but it's nice thank you guys for having me on I appreciate it it was fun it was Thanks fun chatting to you guys appreciate you man. thanks and, for uh, coming thank you so much where do I send the invoice for this oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nandy Nandy send it to Tom I'll stick it in the junk <laughs> give me that chicken in it <laughs> tofu things Darren loves it tofu things I'll wash the dishes with that <laughs> oh isn't it that is that's like the sponge yeah. in it that's like the sponge <laughs> find that on the side of my bath <laughs> that was a good week on that that was fun <laughs>